0: Greetings and welcome. I am Dr. Carol Gambule, your host on Word Anchor Podcast. I'm also an author and a publisher. This weekly podcast covers a wide range of issues that we face in life and the solutions that are provided for in the Word of God. I aim to encourage, to teach, motivate, and guide as we move along in this life's journey. Please subscribe, download, and share this podcast. Someone out there needs to hear this message. I hope you enjoy this episode. Greetings and welcome to Word Anchor Podcast. This episode is titled, Waiting on the Lord. When you have waited for a long time for something, you might get tempted to think the one thing God does not have is a watch. It's like the Father at times is not bothered by how long it takes for Him to bring an answer to our prayers. Then the Word will say something like, A day is like a thousand years to God, and a thousand years is like one day. If that is the case, then we are probably at day seven in the heavenly watch, if there is. However, God answers prayers in his own time. Sometimes it is in an instant, and sometimes it is like forever. But the word of the Lord says, wait. Many years ago, I almost had an accident, a very bad one. God answered me instantly. The story goes like this. The day before, I almost had an accident. I was driving to Pretoria from Bulugwani. That is a distance of about 250 kilometers. But before I left, the Holy Spirit said I must go get my tires checked. I tried to negotiate with him. He insisted. I could not shake off this matter. So I decided to go well in disobedience. But in his unfailing love, he still insisted. I wanted to go. Firstly, because car issues in my house... I attended to by my husband. And the following day, I was going to Nelspruit, where my husband stayed. So I figured out I have no major issues with the tires except the soft voice of the Holy Spirit. There was nothing visibly wrong with the tires, but there was something in my spirit. As I tried driving out, because I was a bit late for my meeting in Pretoria, I ended up going into the tire shop on my way out of Bulukwane. Then they took out the tires and brought one which had a big bump inside. The side that is not visible. They said I would not have reached Pretoria with that tire. I was shocked. They called someone to take the tire and the rim and go fix it. Away from that shop. I think it's some specialist in that field. Well, I was grateful to the Lord and drove for the board meeting at 8 o'clock in Pretoria in the evening. I went to sleep past midnight and woke up at 3 o'clock, and I was going to drive to Nelspruit, which is about 320 kilometres, for an 8 o'clock meeting in Malilani, which is further by 55 kilometres. At dawn, as I passed Waterfall Boven Tunnel, there was a lot of trucks ahead of me, and then the road opened for two cars to drive parallel. And All the smaller cars, including mine, we all wanted to pass the trucks. I put on some speed to try to pass all the trucks whilst the road allowed us. And in a short space of time, all the trucks started swerving to our side. In front of them was a big stationary truck right inside the road. It had broken down and everyone had to come to our side to avoid a collision. I was driving an Audi A3, a very good car which I had a bad tire the previous day, and I was driving at high speed. And the moment I saw the danger, I went to my right. Now I was now facing oncoming traffic. The car tilted to move on one side, and it was the very side which I had a bad tire the previous day. In that split second, all I did was shout the name Jesus. I screamed basically, just the name Jesus. There was no time to pray but to call on his name. And in a split second, I passed the cars in front of me and went back to my lane in the nick of time before the oncoming traffic could hit me. I drove off. No one could stop and take a breather. Each one probably was grateful that something big was avoided there. Now, it was a split second answered prayer. But the answer was prepared the previous day with a nudging to get my tires checked. I could have died had Jesus took his time, as he does in some instances. How do we wait on him when the situation in front of us demands an immediate answer? How do we align ourselves with God's timing if a day is a thousand years? Who is prepared to wait that long? I'm intrigued by the prophecies of Isaiah. He spoke of things unheard of, never ever experienced in, by his generation. And many generations to come. He lived and died without seeing a lot of the things he spoke about. And which we point out today and say, God did really say that. And it has happened. The book of Psalms, chapter 27, verse 14 says, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage. He shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Isaiah waited and went to sleep and never saw the things that he spoke about. Then Abraham and Sarah. This is a couple that managed to wait for 25 years for something as simple as having a son. By the time God gave them the promise, they were already advanced in years. You would think God will expedite the process. No, he made them to wait for many more years until there was practically nothing much left. How did they wait? By faith. They had hope, but it was not just hope. Hope was not sufficient. There had to be substance. How could Sarah believe after so many years? The word of the Lord says, she judged him faithful, praise the Lord. Because he had promised and he was faithful. It was a little easy for God to promise them a son 25 years earlier. But when Abraham was a 100 years old, this God must have been bold to make such a bold promise to such an old couple. Sarah had long forgotten the way of women. There must have been something about God to change the course of nature just like that. How do you wait for your healing? You have to judge him faithful. You cannot doubt God's willingness and ability to heal you. The prayer that says, if God is willing, that prayer, it gives room for disappointment. You would rather stand on his word and be disappointed Then disappoint yourself by doubting him. When I had COVID-19, I counted the days. They tell you that 10 to 14 days, then you'll be all right. But by the time I got tested, I was already on day 14 of having symptoms. And I only started coughing three days after the test, which would have been day 17. Now science was out of the window. I know of people who took months to heal with the symptoms. How do we wait on the Lord daily? When symptom after symptom emerges. I mean, this is such a novel virus. Medical professionals are still learning about all the different symptoms. Judge God faithful. That's it. Even when the new symptom emerges, judge God faithful. That there is pain does not mean God has failed to heal you. That there is no cure does not mean God is unable to heal you. That the doctors have little hope does not mean you should lose yours also. Praise the Lord. The best thing about being a believer is that we have the Word of God written for us. Even in our phones, we have Bible apps for us to read or even listen to the Word of God, even when you're in a hospital. Imagine Abraham. He had a few encounters with God, but believed Him for many years. Years would pass without a word. He would still go and sacrifice and pray to God. Things would go wrong. God would emerge to strengthen him and tell him still about his promise. Faith keeps you focused on the promises of God and moving with a confidence that God will give you what you have asked of him. When my sister had covered a very bad one and the enemy would come and whisper that she was dying, I would respond with a forceful, never. Then I would speak the word of God. No weapon formed against her shall prosper. She shall live and not die. By his stripes, she is healed. My sister was in a very bad shape, but the word of God lingered longer than the sound of a breathlessness on the other side of the phone. The promises of God have to make sense more than defeat. His word has to hold more weight than the situation in front of you. Faith is not saying there is no situation, but that there is God who is able to deal with the situation. Time ministers fear when the solution does not seem to be at hand. Waiting and looking at the situation not changing gives an opportunity for the enemy to minister lies. He tells you that it is too late. He tells you that God will not do it for you. He even begins to remind you of your own sins. But God says wait. That's why I'm saying we are privileged that we have the word of God. So many verses of scripture recording what God has done and we can point him to that very same word. We have the witness that God is able. Abraham had no witness that God can make an old man and an old woman to bear a child. Maybe the man, but the woman in their generation was a challenge. There was very little experience about God at that time, but the little he had was sufficient to make him believe and to hold on. God answers prayers, whether in a split second like he did for me or in a long time. I want to encourage everyone suffering from whatever situation you're facing. Wait on the Lord. Do not give up. Even when COVID gives you another symptom, wait on the Lord. Even when cancer grows and grows in your body, wait on the Lord. Even when any other situation you're facing seems to keep on telling you that it is still there. Wait on God. The word of the Lord says, He will strengthen your heart. You cannot afford to have a weak heart. And this is not the physical heart that pumps the blood that goes through our system. This is the area that believes. You believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus. You believe in your heart that He heals. You believe in your heart that He will deliver you from your affliction. You believe in your heart that He will come through for you, that He will provide for you that he will defend you, that he will give you that child you've been praying for, and that he will take away the situation that is before your eyes. Your heart will be strengthened when you wait on the Lord. The word does not say, wait on the Lord and he will answer you speedily. No, 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 child of God. It just says he will strengthen you. Sometimes you want God to remove the situation in front of you and he comes and says, be strong in the Lord. Our challenge is not that we don't see the possibility, but that we cannot see it from far. It is always near for us. It is always within reach. We want it now. And when it takes longer to come to pass, our vision fades and we move from our position. God will strengthen you where you are in your position of waiting. When you wait on the Lord, you are telling him and showing him that you have no one else to help you and that you believe only in him. God waited whilst Abraham thought his servant Eliezer could possibly be the one to be the heir. And he did not give him the son immediately. God waited whilst Abraham even considered Ishmael to be an heir. God waited for Abraham to run out of all options, to be old. And then he gave him the promised son. Let God strengthen you. Hold on to your confession of faith in God. whilst you wait for the fulfillment of his word, Israel waited more than 400 years in Egypt and God brought them out as he had told Abraham. Generation after generation, they recounted that Joseph told them that they would come out of that place, that they must take out his bones when the time to leave Egypt had come. So they were waiting that there would be a time that they would have to leave Egypt because there is God that is faithful to his word. He never lies, child of God. It is impossible for God to lie. He is faithful, he who promised. Israel waited 70 years in Babylon and at the right time, as God had said, they went back to their land. God had good plans for them. He told them right in Babylon in a place where they had been taken captive, right in the middle of captivity. He told them, I have great plans for you, plans to prosper you, and plans not to harm you, but to give you hope. These are the people that God said to them, stay there, marry your children, build houses, build vineyards, bless that land, stay there. 70 years will come and it will pass. Then you'll have to go back to your own promised land. Israel had to wait in Babylon. You too can wait. I know 70 years is a very long time, but God, when he has promised, his promise even goes beyond generations. I know it is not nice to wait. Some of you have been waiting for situations to change in your generations. Some of you have had issues that you are dealing with for generation to generation. You would even call those things generational curses. But you have to go to God and present your issue before him and then wait on him to change the situation. Do not accept that this is a generational curse because you are the one that is blessed and no one can curse you. You are the one for whom Jesus Christ received a curse. For the word of the Lord says, Cursed was he who hung on the tree. So wait for God to remove that situation in front of you. He is the Lord that has blessed you. God is worthy of our trust. Wait on him. He is not men who may disappoint you. He is God. God is true to his word. He is not a son of men that he should lie. It is impossible for God to lie. If God has said it, then it is true. Ours is just to accept that word and hold on to it. And when it feels like you are losing the grip of that word, go back to it. Confess it over and over again. He will do it. It may be now. It may be tomorrow. It may be next week. It may even be next year. It may be in a few years or even a lot of years. Yours and mine to do is to wait on the Lord. He is faithful, he who promised, and therefore he will do it because he said it. May the Lord strengthen your heart. May the Lord keep you standing. May you hold on to his word, even when the situation tells you otherwise. May you judge God faithful because he is faithful who has promised. May you hold on to his promises And never let go. May you look unto God. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. When he has said something, believe him. He will do it. He will not disappoint you. He is a faithful God. He is worthy to be waited on for. Wait on him. He is our God. Shalom. Thank you for listening to Word Anchor Podcast. I hope you were blessed by this message. For copies of my books, go to amazon.com. Check out the show notes for more details. Until next time, stay blessed and continue making the word of God your anchor.